You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. This is Pet Pulse News from Zoo2.com. Z-O-O-T-O-O, the leader in pet news and information. And now, here are the top stories. The dog days of summer couldn't compare to an unusual event steaming up New York City's fashion industry. Zoo2 Pet News reporter Brian Stillman has this sizzling scoop in Chelsea. In the fashion capital of the world, pets were the center of this fashion week. These are the kinds of bags I would buy if I was at Saks or Neiman Marcus or... Nordstrom's or Bloomingdale's. But it's all here at Pet Fashion Week 2009, the fourth year for Manhattan to be consumed by two full days of design centering around four-legged furry customers. Oh my goodness. And that means the latest in clothing, accessories, perfume, furniture, and food. Okay, so this is a Kiara, and it has beautiful lavender suede with some, some lush uh, lavender faux fur, a little extra trim here. We also have beautiful collar and leash, sparkle collar and leash to, to match to make it a beautiful outfit. Given, from Scarlet Dreamcoats, is one of more than 70 vendors that filled New York's Metropolitan Pavilion. To show nearly 1,200 industry attendees and their pets the hottest new trends. All of the coats are, are functional, so they do what they're supposed to do. They keep you dry if it's a raincoat, warm if it's a, if it's a luxe coat, but as well, they're stylish and fashionable and they look great. While the luxury clothing trend will dominate the shelves this holiday season... And look how fun. You can get the hoodie or you can get the matching dress. That's not all. Accessories from carriers to collars also took cues from the fashion industry. What we wanted to do from the very beginning was to create a line that would be more like a department store would carry. You kind of open up any uh, home deck magazine or any fashion magazine, you're going to see owl motifs everywhere. We're doing the same thing, but we're updating him so he doesn't look like the old owls from the 60s, but he, he is a bit modern with the colors that are more in fashion now. Organic products continue to be hot this year, with manufacturers giving customers many new options to help pets live happier and healthier lives. Violet here was very allergic to so many different things. So we went to a holistic vet, and she set up a natural regimen for Violet with plant sterols and coconut oil. Within five, six weeks, she was completely itch and scratch free. Now Antigua from Oscar Newman has developed an organic coconut dog treat. But food isn't the only thing that pets chomp on. Well, our dogs are just like our children. They put everything in their mouth. These toys by Simply Fido feature organically grown cotton and are made using the same techniques for creating children's organic toys. So we wanted to provide like a safest toy for our pets. It's chemical free and it's completely um, safe. Just another example of the greater trend. Designers and companies putting what's best for pets first. In New York, I'm Brian Stillman for Zoo2 Pet News. While this year's event was held on August 22nd and 23rd, organizers say that they hope it will become a premier destination for the pet fashion industry. Now to offer your own opinion or to see what others are saying, just go to the news section of Zoo2.com and if you have story ideas, send us an email. 
Hello to you from the Zoo 2 Pet News headquarters in New York. I'm Robin Wallace, and here's the latest in the world of animals. Two young foxes and three cats have been found dead in London, and wildlife campaigners say it's from illegal dogfighting. The cats sustained injuries suggesting dogfighting, while the fox were found without injury, the probable cause of death being shock, say local ecology and woodland groups. Reportedly, residents have watched gang members go into the wooded area of Rotherhife to catch the urban fox. Police are now investigating the case, and hopefully this is not a new trend in dogfighting. In Sonoma County, California, you just might say an animal shelter is in the money. But it's all thanks to the late wine icon Rodney Strong and his wife Charlotte. The couple's estate finally settled this summer and it was just announced that the Heldsburg Animal Shelter will receive $2.4 million from the Strong Bequeast. The couple were lifelong animal lovers and Mrs. Strong was active in dog shows and often judged AKC events. The Strong's generosity will be put towards a $3 million building project to replace the shelter's more than 50-year-old facility. Generous was the spirit behind what might be the world's most expensive dog, which was bought late last week in China. A black Tibetan mastiff named Yangtze River No. 2 fetched the price of $585,000 paid by an unknown woman who reportedly said gold has a price, but this Tibetan mastiff doesn't. Sounds like a ridiculous figure, but maybe not, if considering it could be a positive reflection on the changing times in China. Now, rounding off our news for today, a couch was donated to an Ohio Goodwill, but it turns out a kitten was stowed away in the cushions. The kitten is safe and sound and now up for adoption, but oddly enough, back in March, we reported that a cat missing in Washington was found in a thrift store couch bought for $27. The moral of the story? Well, it seems that cats love couches, and they both end up in secondhand shops. So please, check your furniture before sending it out the door. And while you're at it, you can check out what people are saying or post your own opinion in the news section of Zoo2.com. And if you have pet news tips, just send an email. Two new faculty members in a school are working like dogs, literally. And it's all to help developmentally disabled children live happier lives. Zoo2 reporter Brian Stillman has more from Brooklyn. 9 a.m. on Monday morning. Millions of New Yorkers are heading back into the office and back to school. And in Brooklyn, the newbie seems to be off to a solid start. Meet Chester, one of two black Labradors training to be therapy dogs at Block Institute, a school for developmentally challenged children. The dogs will help the children relate to other beings. Having a dog is um, like an icebreaker in many ways, you know, that it elicits a spontaneous response from children. Chester and his twin brother Chucky are new to this year's curriculum. Some of the anxieties that might be tied to building social relationships with other children or the adults in the room are sometimes bridged by a canine. Scott Barkin, the school's executive director, calls the Institute's pet-assisted therapy program a first of its kind. Typical therapy dogs work at schools or hospitals only part-time, but this dynamic duo will be at Block Institute five days a week, 12 months a year. First, it's study time for the 14-month-old dogs so they can head into the classroom certified. There's wheelchairs, there's walkers, there's, there's all sorts of equipment that dogs aren't really used to seeing. They have to learn to walk along the wheelchair, and then it may turn suddenly and bump them. These are not controlled situations all the time. Leah Cologne is responsible for their training. Chester has to be able to handle uh, any kind of commotion, a loud noise, something startling. He's allowed to startle. It's, it's a natural response. He can't shy away and, and try and run from it. He's a boy. 
Come on, good boy. Then it'll be changing periods and ringing bells, the handler taking them from one room to the next. Bred by leader dogs for the blind to be guide dogs, Chester and Chucky, unfortunately, were born with exhaustion-induced collapse syndrome, a disqualifier for seeing eye dogs. Chester loves when people are petting him. He follows his commands really well. He's kind of unflappable in a way. He's really a calm dog, and he loves just to be around people. All traits needed for being a therapy dog. At the end of the day, Chester and Chucky punch the time card, going to the homes of Moranga and Barkin. In a couple weeks, they'll meet the kids. But for now, they seem to be settling into their first jobs just fine. He's a good boy. In New York, I'm Brian Stillman for Zoo2 Pet News. Now, for more information about the school, visit blockinstitute.org. But if you'd like to comment or see what others are saying, just go to the news section of zoo2.com and send us your story ideas by emailing. Hello to you from the Zuchu Pet News headquarters in New York. I'm Robin Wallace, and here's the latest in the world of animals. A Pennsylvania animal rescue group is not rolling over about Michael Vick playing in the NFL with the Philadelphia Eagles. Mainline Animal Rescue has announced its plan to buy newspaper ads in cities where the Eagles will visit. The ad says that for every time Vick is tackled in the game, the group will donate a five-pound bag of dog food to a local shelter. While the rescue is rolling out its ad campaign to follow the entire traveling season of the Eagles, one ad is scheduled to run in the Washington Post for the team's game against the Redskins on October 26th. Making their public debut for the first time since their May 26th birth are a pair of snow leopards. And just how adorable are these two? Born at the Los Angeles Zoo, the brother and sister are an extremely rare species with only five to 7,000 leopards estimated to be living in the wild. Native to the remote mountains in Asia, the leopards have keen night vision and the incredible ability to leap 45 feet into the air. They also can catch prey up to two or three times their weight. These infants, as well as their parents, can be seen during visiting hours at the zoo. Now, it sounds rather far-fetched that a cow would fall on a dog and the dog lived to tell the story, but that's what happened to Ranger. Ranger is the cattle dog who survived the freak accident and veterinary pet insurance more than believed his story. They also covered his vet bill. But Ranger is just one of millions of claims the company receives every year. And for those that are a little out of the ordinary, the company is nominating for the first ever Hambone Award. Voting ends on September 14th, so go to vpihamboneaward.com to pick your favorite nominee and their story just might offer a few new tips for keeping your pets safe. So that's it for today. As always, other stories are waiting for you in the news section of Zoo2.com, so be sure to check out what people are saying or post your own opinion. And if you have pet news tips, just send an email. We'll be back with more pet news right after this commercial break. It's time for school for you and your friends, your furry best friends. Train your dog the fun and easy way with Teacher's Pet Sessions. Teacher's Pet host Pia Silvani teaches you step-by-step how to train your dog the fun and easy way. You get eight 30-minute live audio training sessions, complete transcripts of each session, plus a basic training manual to get you and your dog off to a great start. Training begins the moment you bring your dog home. Teacher's Pet Sessions offers positive reinforcement training to shape your dog's behavior and encourages upbeat, enthusiastic responses to ensure that your dog will enjoy learning. Teacher's Pet Sessions dog training is fun at both ends of the leash. So listen, learn, and laugh with your dog with Teacher's Pet Sessions. 
get your copy of Teacher's Pet Sessions Volume 1 today. To order, go to TeachersPetSessions.com. Hi, this is Pia Silvani, your host. Bring your dog, tug toy, and treats, and get ready to have some fun. TeachersPetSessions.com. Give your dog some thought with Dog Thoughts. It's the iPhone application that everyone's talking about. Hey, what do you think of this? A man in Davis, California says he's invented an application for the iPhone that claims it can read your dog's mind. Huh? No, it's true. No, I read about it on my cat's Twitter page. That's fine. Jay Leno talked about it, CBS reported on it, and now you can see what all the buzz is about. Created just for dog lovers, Dog Thoughts makes taking photos of your furry best friend more fun. Shake your dog and read his mind. On your iPhone, of course. Take a pic of your pup, shake your phone, and watch as his thoughts appear on the screen. Does he have a bone to pick with you, or is he having a tail-wagging day? Get your Dog Thoughts iPhone app today. Just 99 cents. Go to PetLifeRadioPromotions.com. That's PetLifeRadioPromotions.com. Greetings, human. What planet am I on? Welcome to Pet Planet. Here's a copy of Pet Planet Magazine, Florida's most informative and fun pet resource magazine. It features heartwarming stories and informative articles from local and national pet experts. Excellent. Pet Planet Magazine offers Operation Planet Rescue, helping rescued pets find new homes. And it's available at 500 locations in South and Central Florida and 24-7 on the Internet at PetPlanetMagazine.com. If you're out and about with your pet, you may be featured in Paparazzi, Candid Pictures of You and Your Pet. For up-to-date pet-friendly events, activities, and pet-related services and products, Pet Planet Magazine is your final destination. I shall take this magazine home with me. Back to your home planet? No, to my condo in Boca. Pet Planet Magazine. Check them out at www.petplanetmagazine.com or 352-394-8578. It's out of this world. When you're looking to add a pet into your life, consider adopting a homeless animal from your local shelter or rescue group. Whether you want a kitten, puppy, or a more mature pet, a purebred or a one-of-a-kind mixed breed, even a rabbit or hamster, your shelter has the best selection of animals anywhere, all screened for good health and behavior. PetLifeRadio.com presents Take Me Home with your host, Susan Daffron. Join us each week as we showcase wonderful pets, tell stories, and even throw some pet education into the mix. So get ready to find out why the pet adoption option can be a great way to add a furry companion into your life. Take me home every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. You're listening to Pet Pulse News from Zoo2.com. Z-O-O-T-O-O. Now, for this week's pet news stories. animal shelter, the glitz and glamour of a runway fashion show doesn't usually come to mind, but one Midwest company might be changing all of that. 
SDJ reporter Emily Oz has more from northern Minnesota. Pops like Lipton seem to be lapping up their runway debut, while others need some prodding to strut their stuff. Remember, you have that wish card. Homeless animals and high fashion combined for the first ever Rescues and Runways event in Duluth, Minnesota, headquarters of clothing chain Maurice's. We're trying to create awareness with our customers throughout the whole country because this is the first of 700 of these Rescues and Runways fashion shows that we're going to do to make sure that everyone doesn't forget our four-legged friends. At store locations nationwide, Maurice's will partner with local animal shelters to put on a fashion show like this one to find good homes for animals in need and raise funds for shelters and the American Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals. It's just such a super fun way to do something different and exciting while raising awareness for such a critical issue and an important issue. Behind the glitz and glamour of the fashion show fun is a literal lifeline for shelter directors like Jim Philby Williams. The economy is driving a huge increase in the number of animals that are becoming homeless. It's also driving a decrease in donations to shelters and as a result uh, animal shelters, particularly small town animal shelters, are struggling like never before. The catwalk is transformed into a dog walk because each model is paired up with a dog that's up for adoption. Here's Coco. Coco is a Chesapeake Bay Retriever lab mix. It's really a good cause, so I'm excited. And the crowd at this kickoff event is excited to make a difference, one animal at a time. The adoptions have just been phenomenal. We, When I left to go get changed for my model role, we had adopted out over 20 cats today, so that is insane. Some dogs have learned to work the cameras for some extra attention, while others are simply resting in the notion that kind volunteers will keep trying to find them new families, no matter what it takes. I have always had a soft spot in my heart and it's one of the causes that I feel really strongly about and I've always just wanted to help them out in whatever way I can. And in this case, it was a fashion show and modeling clothes and if that's the way to get these animals adopted, that's what I'm going to do. For Zoo 2 Pet News, I'm Emily Oz in Duluth, Minnesota. There are more than 700 fashion shows happening across the country in September. So to find a location near you, visit rescuesandrunways.com. And if you'd like to comment or see what others are saying, just go to the news section of Zoo2.com and send us your story ideas by emailing. Hello to you from the Zoo2 Pet News headquarters in New York. I'm Robin Wallace, and here's the latest in the world of animals. About 14 lions at the Oradea Zoo in Romania are facing death. Authorities have decided to shoot the big cats because they are too weak to stand or even roar. It seems this sad situation stemmed from the zoo's lack of resources. With limited space, zookeepers couldn't separate male and female lions, which led to the population booming over the years, compounding the financial strain of keeping the lions fed. Labeled as squalid and ramshackle, the zoo has kept up to four lions in 15 by 12 foot cages, conditions which have been condemned as unfit for animals by the European Union. The situation is quite dismal, but the Lions might have some hope. The Yorkshire Wildlife Park is attempting to raise about $250,000 to ship the pride to their facility in the UK. For more information, visit lionrescue.co.uk. 
Now in Tucson, Arizona, an amazing story of animal oddity. On Friday, a pair of conjoined western diamondback rattlesnakes underwent surgery to separate the two-week-old snakes from each other. The twins had been found on a construction site a couple weeks earlier when they were just days old and then brought to the Arizona Sonera Desert Museum. It was Dr. Jim Jarchow, a reptile and amphibian specialist who did the surgery on the two female snakes. Unfortunately, nature took its course for the subordinate twin found dead Saturday morning. Officials say it wasn't the surgery, rather the lack of nutrition since birth. However, the surgery did save the life of the dominant twin. Officials say it could take several weeks to months before the baby rattlesnake recovers enough to be considered as a possible exhibit for the Living Museum. Ten years of traveling around the country has paid off for Wren Netherland with a dozen portraits of the most outrageously groomed dogs. The animal photographer's work has been circulating the web this week and creating quite the buzz. Some in amazement of the incredible designs and others appalled and worried the dogs were harmed. But Netherland told Zoo2 Pet News that the process is no more extensive than a normal grooming, which is why these professionals are at the top of their game competing. And the dogs, he says, love all the attention they get. And as for Netherland, when he isn't on the road in his mobile studio, he is parked in Florida booking appointments for local pet portraits. And that's exactly how everything got started. One cat print hanging among all his fine art photography in a gallery, which got more business than anything else. So Netherland went with it, and the rest is history, as they say. And that's it for today, but be sure to visit the news section of Zootoo.com for our complete news coverage and to see what people are saying or to post your own opinion. And if you have pet news tips, just send an email. Hello to you from the Zootoo Pet News headquarters in New York. I'm Robin Wallace, and here's the latest in the world of animals. Pennsylvania lawmakers have just made it a little tougher for puppy mill operators. Governor Ed Rendell signed into law the ban of docking tails after five days of age, debarking, and surgical birth on dogs unless performed under anesthesia by a veterinarian. These procedures now are commonly performed on dogs at large-scale puppy mills without medication or a licensed vet. The bill passed the legislature with strong bipartisan support and because of the efforts of humane organizations across the Commonwealth. The CEO of the Richmond, Virginia SBCA has been cleared of any wrongdoing in the death of her 16-year-old blind and deaf dog. Robin Starr left Louie in her hot car for about four hours on Wednesday, August 19th. According to the Richmond Times-Dispatch, Starr's husband put Louie in the car's cargo area as she had got ready for work, and then he forgot to tell her. Although Louie was rushed to two vet clinics, he did die of kidney failure. Starr does not plan to resign from her position, and the Richmond SBCA is supporting her through this accidental tragedy. The million-dollar cutest pet contest is underway, and one Colorado dog is hopeful. Dr. Papadies is a three-year-old chihuahua that Dr. Leslie Kappen rescued from a puppy mill. And now the pair hope his charming looks will beat out the competition of the All-American Pet Brands contest. If Dr. Papadies is successful, then the million-dollar prize money will be donated to Dumb Friends League and half a million to Max Fund Animal. So that's it for today. Short and sweet, but there's lots of other stories waiting for you in the news section of Zoo2.com. So be sure to check out what people are saying or post your own opinion. And if you have fed news tips, just send an email. You've been listening to Pet Pulse News from Zoo2.com. Z-O-O-T-O-O, the leader in pet news and information. Heard each week on PetLifeRadio.com.